not a lot of us are actually paying attention. And I've been guilty of it a couple times. It's not like in school where, hey, you know, right there, we should probably pay attention. But everyone's just like, whoa, is that a turtle statue? <laughs> Welcome to the Monarch Experience Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Ancona, and here at the Monarch Experience Podcast, we are giving students the platform to be able to voice their opinions about what matters most to them. And after a few months being back in school, we're talking about remote learning feedback. This is very different than the the one that we dropped at the beginning of the year. I almost said at the beginning of the season, uh, but at the beginning of the year where it was on hybrid learning feedback, uh, which was a big hit. Uh, the idea was we were talking about kind of like what it was like being learning from uh, both in school, out of school, and, and all those things. This is going to be entirely different. This episode, we're talking about how Marlboro Township, we were learning from home for think about like two months, maybe even a bit longer, like November all the way to January. I'm not going to try to count, but basically about two months being fully uh, at home, fully remote, totally different animal than the episode that we had published earlier in the year. But before we get to any of that, uh, we've got some big things lined up that you're going to want to make sure that you are following us on social media, on Twitter at the Monarch XP or on Snapchat at the Monarch Experience Podcast, because we have picked our winner for the logo design contest, but I will not tell you. I have swallowed the key. I have chewed on and eaten the paper with the logo. Uh, Probably not a good idea. My digestive system is going to really regret that. But Student Council has picked the winner. We are going to be unveiling the logo in a live webinar, which will have plenty more than just us showing you the logo we're trying to go big we'll have more details on this as we get a little bit closer uh so students at memorial obviously just you know keep doing what you're doing and and we will find a way to get you the information uh otherwise if you're if you're antsy and you really really need to know just follow us on social media and uh i'm apt to drop some hints and details uh that way that will come later after spring break but right now, we've got three incredible students that are joining us to talk about remote learning feedback and all of the trials and tribulations that I've always wanted to say that phrase. I don't think I've ever gotten to use that. But all of the ups and downs that went along with this. Uh, first, we've got returning for a third time. Jeez, give someone else a chance. Ishika, welcome, welcome back, back. Hi. I should have done that three times, actually. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Back. You should have said hi three times. You had one job. I know, and I failed miserably. Ishiga, it is so great to have you back for a third time. You're you're closing in on most episodes within a year. Really? Yeah, you might be tied for most episode appearances within a year. I'm gonna have to go into the archives, go into the Monarch Experience Hall of Fame and and see. But we're gonna have to retire your jersey, dude. Well then, or your, or your microphone. 
<laughs> my is very sad set of headphones from the dollar store. Is she good? It is great to have you back. Uh, we've got another one of this is a, a an all Ancona student episode, so I'm really pumped about this. Uh, Meher, say hi to our audience. Hey, what's up? This is my first podcast. Um, I'm a good student in Mr. Ancona's class, and knowing that this is about online learning, I'm hoping that I can bring up some very good points during our discussion. Dude, you are a great student. You are a great student. I love that. And I love the confidence, man. That's fantastic. Sammy, another one of my fine students. Sammy, say hi to everybody. Hi, I'm new to this podcast. My name is Samuel, and I'm a very hardworking student, and I get I like a lot it. of work done. All hardworking students. I love it. Uh, I love that you guys are like, I'm a good student, so therefore what I say matters more than anyone else. Nice. Ishika, I think those are shots fired your way. (laughs) It might just very well be. (laughs) Oh, man. So, all right, before we jump into this remote learning feedback and and kind of dive into reflecting on, that's my favorite thing in the world, reflecting, uh, reflecting on what this year has been like, uh, learning from home and, and all of that. There's a really important question that I think people need to know. We need to understand where you stand. That is very confusing, the language there. We need to know where you are in the great thunder or lightning debate. I think that kind of rhymed. I think I'm losing it. So, Ashika, we're going to start with you. What do you think is cooler, thunder or lightning? Um, I would say thunder just because of that, like, suspense. Like, you don't have lightning sound effects and, like, cheesy movies, do you? No, you have cheesy thunder sound effects. Ooh, that's... Yeah, you're right. And I'm Ah. more of, like, a rainy day person when it comes to, like, weather. And so it's just nice to have, like, the rain and the thunder. That and you can't die from thunder. (laughs) That's very... uh, That's a great point, actually. So it's cooler because it can't kill you. Yes. Ishika, I, I follow you on that. Meher, where do you stand on this? What's cooler, thunder or lightning? Well, probably the lightning, right? I hear you. Sammy, where are you on this? What's cooler, thunder or lightning? I think lightning. It's like visually cool. Like I'm going to I'm gonna go with, I think, ah, lightning is cooler. I think lightning is cooler. Sorry, Ishika. Thunder's great. And, and I love the whole like... I, I love the whole, like, you know, you see the lightning and then you're like, you wait for the crash and the, oh, 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 oh. that's my, that's my thunder impersonation. And you're like, Ooh, that was a big one. But there, I think seeing lightning is far more startling and way more of like a, Holy cow. Did you see that over there? So I'm going lightning. Also lightning hit the tree, uh, right outside of my house. You can see the bark is exposed. And fun fact, when it hit the tree, this is like three years ago in the summer, uh, it we just saw like flash of flash of white all through the windows. We were like, what was that? And the house shook. Uh, and it actually wiped out my PlayStation. It wiped out uh, our TV. Thankfully, the PlayStation was serviceable. Sony is fantastic. They, they took care of everything. Um, but the TV was just completely shot. Uh, it wiped out like a whole bunch of electronics. I guess they were like kind of on that power line wherever it hit. Crazy destruction. Speaking of destruction, let's talk about what this has been like learning from <laughs> learning from. <laughs> what kind of transition is that? 
<laughs> I think it's the best transition. Uh, speaking of destruction uh, and getting completely wiped out, let's talk about what this has been like learning from home. So context for our listeners that are out of state and the 34 other states that listen to us, context to our listeners uh, in the other 19 countries uh, that, that listen to us. Uh, basically, you know, I mean, we pay attention to world news, right? COVID cases spiking in the winter or in the fall. So we made the smart decision to shut down and go fully remote from, I think it was like November. Uh, we've been basically fully remote for about two months, two and a half months. And then we came back maybe a month ago right, as a recording. So somewhere in January, it was like the day after the Royal Rumble. Oh, no, it was like two days after because I think we got a snowstorm on the Royal Rumble. How do yeah. I know this? Because I like wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was like that Thursday after the Royal Rumble. So maybe it was spilling into like February. Either way, uh, as students who were fully remote the entire year, even when we were hybrid, uh, Ishika and Meher, I'm curious to hear your your take on this. Did that switch do anything for you? Yes, it very much did. Because I'm so used to seeing teachers like on camera and like their home lighting. And I will say this, you are so much less saturated on Zoom than in person. <laughs> like when I what saw you when I saw you in person, I'm like, did you like turn gray? Because that's what you looked like. You looked like you were gray. And Zoom or in person? In person. Oh my, I look gray. I do get like an olive oil kind of like tint uh, during the winter before I get my like full on bronze going in the spring and summer. Wow. I, I that, that is the first so that I like how we're like, how has this affected you when we went fully remote? And Ashika is like, you're very gray. <laughs> <laughs> um. Meher, was there any? Did this do anything for you? This switch um, when we went fully remote? You've been at home the entire year. Did anything change for you? Uh, considering I was a student in remote learning like all year, I don't really think the switch meant much. Um, for, for the most part, I'd say like it got easier for me because of remote, like certain things. Like I get to wake up later, so I can get more sleep, and I can. I also don't have to get ready yeah. properly, but. And such like a big part of what I've loved uh, about whenever we're home. It's just like, I don't even have to get dressed. I, I don't have to like get ready. I, I don't have to really, Yeah, just way more casual. I don't have to really be all that presentable. I can look my normal saturated gray scale color that I apparently <laughs> look now. I'm going to be so self-conscious now. Thanks, Ashika. Uh, but so what did you during this time from November to end of January? What did you miss about in-person school? I would say mostly like meeting people, like mostly my friends. I used to have a lot of friends in school, but you know, I don't really get to interact with them anymore because we're split, of course. And you know, I've been getting yeah. lonely. Couldn't really, and because of loneliness, I've been getting a little bit sad recently. I'd all be real. Um, I also miss doing like proper classes, like especially band and orchestra. I've heard like. In those classes, yeah. I can't even do. We skipped like our spring concert because uh, we, we couldn't properly learn pieces with our environment. And also, I believe that I'm too missed learning to my full potential in other classes. Even like 
classes like health and Spanish, I only have like five courses this marking period. And even though my classes with ELA where I have it like once every two days still, I, I've heard we can't finish our vocab unit. And it's like, I feel bad because it's like I'm, I get an advantage over other students in past years and it's like nothing I can control. But also I do like vocab because I learn useful words I could use in my future essays potentially. So, Sure. Yeah. And, and Meher, I, I think what I'm hearing is like this idea that you miss like getting the full school experience, right? Yeah. It, it may be hard for me to readapt to like having to wake up earlier and getting ready again. And- but you, you know what though? It will be, but you'll, you will adapt incredibly well, right? Like I think the one Maybe. thing, you know, if, if we haven't realized this about ourselves, uh, I think this last year probably has taught us if anything, not to sound totally cliche, but like we are very adaptable creatures. Like we yeah. can adapt pretty much to anything. And I think this, this, Hey, we're at a year almost is really indicative of that. Uh, and Meher, you know, I, I hear you just like even the full school experience of like not being able to just socialize, even just like laughing with someone real fast, 30 seconds, or like saying something to someone and having them like react to something or you react to something. They say like those little things. Yeah. You really, really miss out on those. Sammy, uh, what's something that you missed during in-person school? I miss seeing my teachers and like doing like classes like in person because you have like more help on the assignments and stuff. And like, yeah. I, I wonder, and I miss socializing with my friends. Like when we have conversations and stuff in school, but it's different yeah. than when you're on like phone. And at home, feel like the same thing every day. Like the same thing like happens every day, and then. And when I go in person, I feel more involved with the class. Like I, like I learn better. Like, dude, I, you know, that's something that I've been reflecting on a lot this year. Is like, I miss the unpredictability. Like, obviously, things that we're gonna do, I've got them planned. We're organized. I know what we're gonna pretty much for the most part, what we're gonna get done, how far we're gonna get, right? Every period and, and whatnot. But like. The unpredictability of someone making a joke and then that joke becoming an inside joke in the class or like that joke being a learning experience that turns into like it ties into whatever we're doing. And then like we, we reference that like those little things that are unpredictable. I know that word sounds intense, but like those little unpredictabilities, I miss those probably about teaching people in person and during those two months that we were at home maybe more than than anything like top three i'd say so sammy i agree uh ishika what about you what's something that during those two months three months you missed um well um again with just like interacting with friends before like this entire thing in like 2019 i had a pretty large friend group like there were 10 of us and then now it's shrunk into like maybe two or three just because of all that time we didn't really talk to each other we just yeah. kind of like grew apart, so now it's just two or three of us left. But that, and also just interacting in a classroom, like vocab baseball for those who are listening and don't have Mr. Ancona, it's a game that we do to practice vocab, and we can't really do that because, you know, six feet apart. Same thing with like Socratic seminars and like um, trying to overthrow Mr. Ancona and take over the classroom. <laughs> yeah, it had to be tamed down a little bit, right? You, you can't like chain me to the wall and like hit beat me with textbooks. Ishika, you said, <laughs> uh, I'm humbled and honored that you even brought up vocab baseball and we only did it as a class one time this year. I'm still holding out hope that we can do it a second time. So uh, I'm unbelievably appreciative of that. 
I wonder the friend group thing I'm really intrigued by. Like, do you, th- do you guys, Meher or Sammy, do you guys feel like that's happened to you too? Like has, has your friend group kind of shrunken a little bit just because it's harder to keep in touch with so many people? Yeah. I'd say so. Yeah. Like I used to have many friends in school, like especially friends I'm interested in keeping, but I couldn't get their number before the, because of this year, I'm hoping we can return by, yeah. Um, the end of the school year so I can go back to those friends and I can continue to text them even after we get to different high schools. But, you know, yeah, I think we will at this rate because vaccines have already came out, but we'll see. Yeah, I, I really well said. I, I definitely agree with that. Ishika, I don't think I ever actually thought about it, but you're 100 percent right. My maybe not friend group, but the people that I'm social with at work, that has definitely dwindled uh, because it's really just like the the five to six seven people that I'm close with that I talk with and then anybody else I would normally kind of have a conversation with in the halls or in passing kind of quickly just kind of like chit chat that's like completely gone so I didn't realize I missed that thanks Ashika now I'm even more sad oh no no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but no, really, I never, I never even really realized that. Uh, do you guys think that you're learning as much? And then I know Ishika, you kind of talked about like not being able to do certain activities to their full extent, like vocab baseball, right, or beating me with textbooks, whatever that may be, or Socratic seminars, all this cool stuff. I know Mahir, you were talking about like vocab not getting to do as many units. Um, do you guys feel like you're learning as much as you normally would have in a normal eighth grade year? I think I've learned equally well online as in person because I think it's a good alternative to do schoolwork when we can't go into school and like and like because breakout rooms you could go you could like have have a one on one with a teacher and like he he could explain they could explain stuff to you like better than in like regular school but but all, in person you also get help on assignments like one on one if you ask for guidance. Okay. Do you think you have to just be more of an advocate online for yourself, or yeah. is it? Yeah. yeah, you think so? Yeah, because because like in class, the teacher could see if you like like if you're having a hard time like yeah. by your feet. Yeah, reading the body language, right? You see someone just like they have that look of like, oh god, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And like online, it's so much harder to read that. Even with your screens on, it's so much harder to read that. Sammy, I think that's a great point, man. Uh, Meher, do you think that you're learning as much as you normally would? Well, when it comes to like how much I'm learning, I'd say, yeah, I'm definitely learning less because we obviously have fewer classes for certain subjects and we can't in general learn as much for certain subjects. But also sure. but when it comes to like quality of learning, like how well we can learn for everything we're taught, I would say, um, yeah, I don't learn as well either for that because connection errors and have gotten me so many times. They've made me miss multiple classes. Yeah. So, I, I mean, with my new computer, it's not as much of an issue, but still, it's it, it can be annoying sometimes. And I know the com- teachers have even had connection issues, like, at the beginning of the year, so that's also missing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Meher, you know, it, 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 it sucks because it's like you're at the hands of your technology, whatever you might have, and you're not the only person at home, so that's... I'd also that's like sick. to add on to something Samuel said. Go ahead. Um, yeah. So, like... You were mentioning about body language and how you can tell students are like having trouble with the topic they're learning. I would actually argue that maybe 
it's not harder to tell whether students having difficulties with online. I'd say it's actually easier because you have like all these, uh, what are they called? Con- like tools, controls on Zoom with like yeah. the hand raising and also the yes and no's. I'd argue it's somewhat easier, maybe. Yeah, but- you know, I, I could I could totally entertain that, Meher, because I think, you know, What's the typical reason why students don't want to ask for help in class is like a lot of times it's like the embarrassment or, oh, no, I'm the only person who has that question, right? All of those kind of like very typical things. But Meher, you think you could do it more privately online? Um, Yeah, especially since there's like private chatting too on Zoom. Yeah. That's a great point, man. Uh, Shiko, yeah. what do you think? Do you think – do you feel like you're learning as much as you normally would in a regular year? Um, definitely not because of the block schedule that we have where it's like Ah. half of a school day put into two school days. But I will say this, um, about like online, about like remote learning. And I'm going to like expose some of my fellow students here. (laughs) Not a lot of us are actually paying attention and I've been guilty of it a couple of times. I try and pay attention, but you know, just being at home and like, it's not like in school where, hey, you know, right there, we should probably pay attention. Fair being just <laughs> like, whoa, is that a turtle statue? <laughs> and then, and so it's just a lot harder to pay attention. And I know that a lot, not a lot, but a couple, about half maybe, of students just aren't like paying attention. And it's harder because like you're at home, you're sitting in front of a computer all day. You don't get that time to like walk around the hallways, you know. And like oh, yeah. talk to people, so definitely a lot worse. Ishika, yes. You know, all the struggles aside, what's one way that during the remote learning phase from again November to like end of January, what's one way that you've been thriving during all of this? I've been thriving during remote learning by getting honor roll marking period one. Something I have never this is something I have never done. I was really, this made me really proud, and I thought, I th- at first I thought remote learning would be hard, but it made me successful, and I learned to be more hardworking than I already was. For me, this transitioned me to being the best student I could possibly be. Sammy, first of all, congratulations, dude. That's amazing, and you definitely, definitely deserve that. So, like, what, if you had to try to maybe attribute this new and incredible success to something specific that you did? during remote learning, what do you think that would be? Like what, what I guess has kind of like worked for you? Just getting the work done before I do anything else. That's awesome. Uh, which, I mean, Ashika talked about how distract, how many millions of turtle statues you might have in your house can be incredibly distracting. Ashika, when you say turtle statues, are you referring to like my Ninja Turtle action figures? Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> That was like a very subtle dig at me, Ashika. I'm proud of you. That was good. Turtle statues. Uh, they're action figures, actually. <laughs> so, Ashika, what's one way that you've been thriving during that uh, two, two and a half month span at home? Um. Well, to um, I guess during like the early stages of quarantine, like moving on into remote learning, I was reading a lot. Like I was getting through at least four to five novels with maybe 10 to 30, actually 10 to 50 chapters in it within like a week. Like I was just going through as many books as possible in that time span. And it was just crazy. You just had more time to just to read. Yeah. 
best book that you read during that time period? Go. That is hard, but I would have to say um, it's this book called Song of Achilles. It's like it's the story of like the Iliad, but written from Achilles' like lover slash best friend's perspective, Patroclus, and it's just really good. Meher, what's one way that you have been thriving and succeeding during remote learning? There are many ways I have been thriving. Like, for example, I'm attending my classes, I participate in class, and I make sure I turn in my assignments on time for the most part. Like, sometimes I may forget, but, you know, for the most part, I try to get them on time. And also studying for all my tests, just so I can do well. I can't attend all my classes, because, like I said, connection issues have gone in my way way too many yeah. times now. But for the most part, I think I've been doing well. I wouldn't, I would, remote learning isn't a pleasant experience. In some ways it's gotten harder, some ways it's gotten easier, but for the most part, I think I would prefer to be back in real school. Sounds like a thing I'm, a, a constant that I'm hearing is like, you know, just being self-motivated. What's one way that you've been really struggling? Uh, it doesn't sound like falling behind on things is something that the three of you have struggled with, unless I'm wrong. Um, what's something that one thing that you've really struggled with when when we made that switch to learning from home? Procrastination. Never mind that, I guess. I'm a huge procrastinator, and it's like a problem that I've slowly started working on. Like I've been p- been putting off my like essays as much. Procrastination, Ashika. You say that, and knowing you as a student for the four, five, six months that we've known each other, I, it, that kind of blows my mind that you're like, yeah, I read like 400 novels in two weeks. Uh, I you like finished Book Thief like in like week one of the calendar of the schedule. <laughs> um, you've been like on top of all these things. So to me, hearing you say that, I don't think of you as procrastinator. It's very interesting. Uh, but do you think that has to do with all the like extra stuff at home? I Hard think to block it, out. It might be like some t- one of the ways I just had to like force myself to get those essays done is I literally walked into my parents' closet and locked myself in there because <laughs> there was no distractions <laughs> in there. It's just like an empty room, so I just locked myself in there. And then like I have this Chrome extension where unless you put like a password, it keeps you locked on Google Docs. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say you locked yourself in the closet. <laughs> I did lock myself in the closet. <laughs> oh, man. You're like, food, water, food, water. Parents are just throwing you crusts of bread. You're like, you can come out when you finish that synthesis essay. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's Ashika, it sounds like your biggest enemy was yourself. Like, you just kind of had to, like, yeah, fight it was. the whole, like, you should go play with those turtle statues. And you're like, no, shut up. I'm going in the closet and I'm going to stay in there until I get my work done. It sounds crazy. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It sounds a bit extreme. But I think if it worked, dude, it worked. All you it did worked. was, well, all you really did was just eliminated distractions that are around you. Sammy, what crazy and wild thing did you do? No, Sammy, uh, what was the struggle for you during remote learning? I, I really didn't have any struggle with remote learning. I to connect back what I said before, I, I think it's a great alternative if you can't come to school, especially now with COVID. Schools have been closing a lot. If we don't, ha- if we didn't have remote learning, we would miss the bulk of school. So, in my opinion, there's nothing I've been struggling with. I love it. Nice, Sammy. It sounds like you're thriving this year, dude. 
like you were just genuinely like you got this and this has been like i know it's cliche but it's like this is my year like this is like your year like you've just been like taking this year and like grabbing it by the throat and like turning it upside down and taking all of its lunch money it's because i want to do good in high school i love it again intrinsic motivation right you're motivated and you're just like nothing is standing in my way dude you're the man uh meher any uh struggle for you that you feel like really stood out during remote learning i'd say connection issues obviously but um like yeah. i said also since i'm an eighth grader high school applications because like i have to spend a lot of my time and i'm telling you i'm not good at essay writing even though i got a hundred on my recent essay still yeah, it's never did. been i've just never been good at it i don't know how i've been doing so well this year on essays I guess it's because I've been putting more effort in and maybe I've been willing, I've actually learned like things on how to write properly this year in class. Cause like before I kind of struggled with writing like introductions and conclusions, but now I have like an actual idea on how to write them. So maybe that's how, but still I'm telling you, I'm not that good at writing essays. Well, I mean, I think, well, first of all, you're warming my heart right now. Uh, and then his heart grew 10 times in size and two, I think Meher, you're I think you're confusing how you were with how you currently are now. You Maybe. were, right? Not a good writer, you're saying. But right now, what you're showing is the complete opposite of that. So you might have to kind of change that narrative a little bit, dude. You might have to start embracing the whole like, I am a good writer. It's weird to Maybe. say, I know. But you might have to start changing that. Uh that's awesome. Um it really sounds like a lot of us are thriving here with this. Uh, I know for yeah. me, one of the biggest struggles I had was, uh, I, th- I know this is like such a bad word to say, but I definitely had the tendency while at home to get lazy. <gasps> I know, I know, right? People are going to listen. It's happened to me. Too. Of course, of course, I know. But but you know how the world works, right? Listener, uh, oh, uh, uh, <laughs> that's not the first time that, that people have said that about me. Uh, (laughs) but like you know that's such like a icky there's it's such a stigmatized word like if i say yeah learning from home or teaching from home has kind of made me a little bit lazy and like you know when people hear that they immediately go like lazy teacher lazy person lazy 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 we hate him and what i mean and i'm sure there are people who can understand what i'm saying without me having to explain it but like during my periods that I have off, my prep, my lunch, when we were learning from home, period three, period three, four, and then period seven. Period, like my lunch, I went and I was working out instead of grading. Whereas normally during the a normal school year, during lunch, I'd likely like go sit in my room by myself. Wow, that sounds really depressing. <laughs> um, I'd watch like a YouTube video as I shove food in my face to just decompress for like five, 10 minutes. And then I would just pivot and just grade. I mean, it's understandable. I'm telling you, I'm pretty sure I've also gotten a little bit more lazy nowadays. I mean, I it may not seem like it, but I feel like a little bit I have because I of appreciate the well, schedule. I, Meher, I appreciate your uh, you having my back on this, but yeah, re- remote learning, and I know I'm not the only one, and I've I've talked to other people who've kind of said the yeah. same thing. But remote learning, I mean, I I love that schedule. I love the ten minutes in between. Where if like we had to spill over for whatever reason, it just gave everybody a little bit of time to kind of like take a deep breath and then go to the next class or like get a snack. So as great as that was, there were definitely things that kind of made me put off grading for a little bit. 
Uh, so what's something, as we're kind of winding down, what's something that you think administration should know about students and their experience with remote learning that maybe they don't know? Because remember, they, I'm going to assume, admin likely doesn't know unless you tell them. That's right? true. They're not in your they're not in your home. So things that we may feel as students and that we're like shaking our fist up at the administration clouds <laughs> I, I i they probably don't know these things so here's your chance tell them what what don't they know about students and and remote learning during that two and a half month span where we were fully at home um i will say this um luckily our administration they're pretty like you know you like they go they take they can take like criticism and like constructive criticism but for like other administrations out there um, I'm on social media quite a bit because, you know, I like to interact with other kids my age. And I see that, like, they expect for students to, like, be doing the same amount of workload that they would normally do, if not more, at home. And, like, a, I was assuming as you're a teacher, like, a bunch of you guys do, like, research for maybe topics for your classes. Um, the rate of like depression, social anxiety, and just mental health health disorders in like this generation alone has just increased by so much because they're home alone, like not alone, yeah. alone, but like with family. But emotionally, right? Emotionally, yeah. they're alone too. So it's just like, you know, hard for some students to just like, you know, pick themselves up and like just get out of bed and start working. So, you know, just maybe give them a break, like tell the teachers to lay off a bit. Well, well said. I think that's just like I kind of said at the before, Ashika, you, you said that if you don't know, you don't know. So I know that sounds illogical, but it's important to kind of give grace, give people a little bit of a break, just like automatically assume that people were struggling. I know that sounds bizarre, but it's kind of been helpful to like automatically just assume people were struggling a bit to just kind of give them a little bit of a leeway with this. Yeah. It would be better to assume that like some people out there are struggling than just assume that everyone's fine. Oh, beautiful, beautifully worded. Meher, what's something that you think admin should know about students in online learning? I have, like, multiple issues with um, online learning, and I just want to say before I get to any of them, it is not the admin's fault for any of these things that are happening. I'm pretty sure they're trying their best with trying to manage this whole thing, but, you know, there are definitely ways we can improve. With the split environment, it may be harder to teach because, you know, you have some kids over there and some kids over here, and you're going to have to spread it's going to be harder to spread the info that you're trying to teach or are being told and so the splitting of environments is also like not good i think we should either all go to school and, or all go remote and if anything i'd say all go remote cuz it's easier uh, or and also safer well i haven't really noticed this in other classes but i've noticed this in your class and i've also i bet it's an issue in other classes but students like tend to turn off their cameras and then they like don't like properly participate in class. And I don't, I can't tell if they're away from their computers as we can't tell, but it, it seems like it. And I don't think, and we shouldn't get mad at the students cause it may not be laziness. They could be going through a lot during such an environment, but seriously, I think it's unfair that we have to go through school and we have to learn and, 
and and they're not like participating, putting the same amount of work as we are. And for all we know, they um, the ones who don't participate, they may be like taking it like they may be gaining off of us, like our our work. So I don't think everybody should be like the best, but I think, but I definitely think people should be their best. Um, but that's about it. Like there are rules about like keeping cameras on, but it's not enforced. Um, and it's none of the teacher's fault either. I'm pretty sure they're trying their best, but like I said, there's always ways we can improve. A third and the final issue I've really found is like cheating. I believe cheating is wrong. I'm not learning that way. So I've never cheated, but I bet there are other students who have. And cheating I, on a virtual, because we're virtual, it's so much easier, especially since there aren't rules we can enforce. Now, again, not the teacher's fault. In fact, you've been doing a good job at limiting cheating to the most you can. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you, Meher. And there's a lot of, there's so much good stuff that, that you just said. You know, and, and I think really to kind of touch on the, the, the big picture that I'm kind of seeing is, uh, yeah, it's, it's hard. And, it, and I understand the feeling. And I saw, I, saw, I saw the rest of you guys kind of shaking your head like, yeah, like the whole feeling of like inequity of like, I'm working to my best. I'm working incredibly hard. I am being a, a driver with my education. I'm not just sitting back and being passive. Like I'm doing all this. And like it feels like you're shouldering the load for the entire class. There's unfortunately like there's nothing that I can say that can change that, right? Because it it does sting where you're like, I'm putting in all this work. Why aren't others? I like to think though that what you get out of that though is far more than what others will, even if they are freeloading off of your hard work. Um, but again, that's a that's a real feeling. That's a natural feeling to feel like. Why am I working so hard and other people aren't? Uh, more on that with Animal Farm, right? Sammy, what are your thoughts, man? Uh, what do you think something that teachers and or admins should should know about online learning? I think the administration should be informed that people have their cameras up in school in, in, in remote learning and don't answer when the teachers call them. them. For me, this, this holds up my class while I could be learning. We have to wait for the student to answer, and usually it's five minutes until 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 they answer or if they answer. I feel if, if their camera is off, mark them absent. It's not fair to the students who actually want to learn to their full potential. It's interesting, the whole camera off, you're not technically there. That's kind of why I make the joke of like, it's good. Like, you have your camera on, I'm like, it's good to see you. Otherwise, I'm kind of just teaching into the void. I don't know who's there. I don't know, it could be your dog that's there. I feel just one thing that teachers should know during this thing that um, when a student like chooses to turn off their like microphone or camera, it's not like essentially your fault for like being a bad teacher. Cause like I know that a lot of students complain about like, oh, you know, this is hard, and like which it is, but they, I don't think that they realize that basically as a teacher and your job and just like talking to a black screen, like it's a bit disheartening. So you know, just like th- th- thanks to the teachers out there. Or oh, most is she I like how you pulled that back. You're like, eh, most of them. <laughs> uh, Ishika, I think, yeah, right. Not, don't take it personally. That's been, uh, that's been helpful for me to kind of remind myself. 
right? Like they don't have their cameras off because they hate you. Well, I mean, they hate you, but it's not those two <laughs> things. Those two things aren't like together. It's not cause and effect. Um, but yeah, I think like it is, it is one of the loneliest, worst feelings is teaching to a, a just blank screens. It feels, I don't know how else to describe lonely and depressing, sad. I feel gray and saturated. <laughs> that's maybe that's why Ashika was I like that in September or did it happen once people started turning their cameras off and I got tired of fighting that battle. Mm. <laughs> All right. So as we're winding down here, uh, what is something that you think parents should know about remote learning and their time being stuck? I mean, their time having you home with them uh, all hours of the day because we do have parent listeners. Sammy, go ahead. Parents should check in every day to see if their kid needs to do work that is due or, or if they're not doing work at all. Parents have to look at the parent portal and look at their grades. If they're doing good, then you could trust them. But if you see they're failing, have a nice conversation with your child and ask why you did not complete the assignment. If they say it's because they don't know how to do it, then ask them if they ask the teacher for help. For me, I, I go to extra help and like teachers like Mr. Ancona have it mostly every day and it really helps me out. Parents, before your child goes to play video games or do whatever their hobby is, make sure they have done all their work. And and it's hard work, right? Like, And it's such... It, parenting is hard work, right? And like to to then constantly be like, hey, the balance on a normal year that I'm constantly having with parents is they're talking about like, I want my, my child to be more independent. I don't want to have to check constantly their work. But... I have to because they're not doing their work. And that becomes exhausting because you know you know what answers parents get. Do all your homework? Yeah. What'd you learn today? Nothing. Do you have anything to do? No. Uh, Ishika, what do you think parents should know? Um, well, I think that parents should know, like, this is taking a toll on all of us mentally. Like, not just you, not just, like, teachers and not just students, like, all of us. And, like, as someone with, like, you know, some parents that, like, sometimes breathe down your neck when it comes to grades, um, you know, just, like, eh. Like, I know that as a student myself, I've been through some stuff this last year or so. And, like, you know, I'm on social media quite a bit. I've interacted with students from parts of America, parts of the world. And a concerning amount of students feel pretty much the same way and they're like going through some things and it doesn't seem like much but like just not breathing down your child's neck and just like always you know just like I don't know really the explanation but it's like just getting them to grind work just like not doing that all the time just it would be better for all of us I'm not saying to completely lay off your kids but maybe just like not all the time to like tell them go do your work did you clean your room did you finish up this test did you do that essay like you don't need to tell us multiple times a day and just laying off a bit would help. Are you basically saying parents don't make your only and the bulk of our interactions all business related? Yeah. Cause um, I'm lucky to have some great parents and sometimes it's a lot about grades, but now that it, we're coming to the end of the year, I'm having more non-school related like interactions. Like my dad's strike and stuff. And, like, you know, just for all parents out there, check in with your kid now and again. Like, just say, hey, how are you doing lately? And just, like, respect their boundaries, you know? As a human being, 
just respect their boundaries. Don't go barging into rooms or just like kicking down doors in the middle of their class and say, what are you doing? And just, <laughs> you know, respect and just be better. Be, be better. better. Oh, I like, I like the vague, but the demand just, just be better. I think Ishika, what is so important is, and I think we've talked about this too in another episode, maybe with grades are not important, but just like for parents to not let the conversation start and end with what'd you get on this assignment and then what's wrong with you slash good job to have the yeah. conversation be a little more substance, not saying the parents, that's all they say, right? Got to be careful. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, cancel, cancel Ancona. <laughs> um, but, but just to make sure that like, there's a little more depth to the conversations. It takes more work. It takes a lot more work. Uh, so, you know, as long as I think people are aware, like you know, it, the immediate reaction, a lot of times is like, I don't got time for that. I got a lot going on. Yes, we all have a lot going on. Yeah. And it's important that we all just do better. Ashika, I love that. Thank you so much, Ashika. Thank you, Meher. Thank you, Sammy. You are fantastic. I am genuinely, in all seriousness, I am lucky to have the three of you as students. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter at The Monarch XP. Follow us on Snapchat at The Monarch Experience. And as always, stay safe, stay hungry. See you.